Hello! He is Samuel Broden. And she is Kristen R.B. Peterson. We are your new play-based advocate BFFs, and we are answering all your early childhood burning questions. Each episode, we are honoring play in childhood by exploring how imagination, creativity, and hands-on experiences can shape young minds. From the quest for the perfect Play-Doh recipe to the epic battle of cleanup time, we've got you covered. So whether you're an administrator looking for ways to embrace more play in your program, or a classroom teacher looking for new ideas and inspiration, we've got you covered. So grab a cup of coffee or wine and join us to laugh, learn, reflect, and honor play. Let's get going. Welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> We're back. We're we back to business. Back. Samuel has a story to tell us. Back, back, back again. I do have a story to tell you. Yeah. So last week I was shopping and I was at Old Navy and I was getting Perry some clothes as a little surprise and I was there was a lot of people there for some reason on like the middle of like a random weekday but the line was like super long to pay and so I'm like standing there I'm like okay this is fine and there was parent and it's what assumed to be a mother and a grandmother and there was like they had like a little girl with them she was maybe like maybe two mm-hmm. and she was not happy about being a and Old Navy and being in line, which mm. makes complete sense because mm-hmm. who loves to be in lines? And she was letting them know that she was upset and yeah. like irritated and frustrated. And so she's like crying and making all kinds of noises and, you know, and it was pretty loud, but the mom was getting very, very upset with her. And she said, can't you just stop? You're embarrassing me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like listening to the mom, right? And she goes, oh my God, what is wrong with you? Oh my God, you're so embarrassing. Oh my God, just be quiet. Like over and over again, right? And so I was I, I was in line, I hear, heard that. And I posted to my story, like literally in line, like, please don't ever tell your kids this. Yeah. And then I made a post about it and It was really upsetting to me because I was like, number one, none of us are happy about standing in this really long line, but no one is forcing us to do that, right? No one's forcing us to stand in line at Old Navy. It's my own choice because I want to buy something. This child does not have a choice in standing in this line because you are choosing for her that she needs to come with you to Old Navy and stand in this really long line to get whatever you're trying to get. So all of us as adults are frustrated that the line is long and we don't like to stand in long lines but we're doing it because whatever but it's like she was not thinking about what the child was feeling first of all like if you're upset and frustrated about being in a line what do you think a two-year-old child is doing or how Mm -hmm. they're feeling like this is not where they want to be because number one the lady had no children's clothes in her hand so you're not even buying the kid anything you're just like shopping yourself which is fine but it was the way that she was talking to her that was like really upsetting to me and I really had to like 
I really have to stop myself because I almost <laughs> said something I need to do. And I, I don't ever want to be that person. Right. But I'm just like, <laughs> I wanted to be like, please stop talking to her like that. Like, please stop for it was just it was very, very frustrating. And it was interesting because I feel like no one was really bothered by the little girl like being upset in line. Yeah. But it was like the mom. Now you're making like such a scene. And like you're kind of, I I'm embarrassed for you, not for the little girl. Like I'm embarrassed for you because you're the adult, and yeah. you're like clearly very loud and very upset. And so, so I was like, they weren't even like thinking about like what the little girl, what could have made it easier for her. There was two adults with her, so one of them could have taken her outside. One yeah. of them could have showed her some you know they have little things in line right to buy little cute yeah. things right they could have talked to whatever there was a hundred things that you could have done but she's like trying to hold her and the girl's like flopping all around and I was just like and then when she said what is wrong with you you're embarrassing me I was like oh my god why again children are not responsible for your emotion and so right. putting it on them like she's because now it's like she's doing something wrong or she's doing something bad which she wasn't she was responding to outside an outside stimulus that she mm -hmm. didn't really know how to handle um and so she was doing the best that she could and there was like no support for her and while i understand that that could be frustrating for a parent because you know, maybe the mom just wanted to go shopping and she didn't have a choice but to bring the daughter, right? I totally get that. You should be able to do whatever you want and take your children wherever. But also we have to understand that it's not the child's job to control our emotions. It's our job to help support the children through whatever they're feeling. Yeah. And so like talking, it like really like upset me. And I just like kept like looking at the little girl and she was just like, like, I was just like, oh my God, just take her somewhere talk to her like do something because like this is not working and so it was just really it was really sad to me and it just really made me think about how often we hear those kind of things right or how often maybe we even say those kind of things right because right. we we get frustrated or we get overwhelmed and so it comes out like that and it just really got me thinking like about how how we're speaking to children and maybe some of the ways that we're speaking to them that we don't really think about that, yeah. you know, could be, could be harmful or could be, you know, just not as kind as, as it could be. Right. Well, I think kind of just going back to the parent standing in line, you know, we're I'm working on the assumption that it was parent. Right, um, right, right. So I, I truly believe that, people are all doing the best that they possibly can with the knowledge that they have and mm -hmm. the experience that they have. And so she probably truly was trying to do the best that she could. And that's right. all she knew how to do, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, thankfully there are people in the world like us who have the knowledge behind bringing up children and ch child development and, and respectfully engaging with children and understanding their needs and um, viewing behavior like what 
most people would view as like a misbehavior as like a Mm -hmm. form of communication of some sort. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of see things through a different, a completely different lens than most people. I think that one of the things that I, one of the realizations that I came across, and I maybe have talked about this in another podcast, I can never remember because I talk about it a lot, but um, there is, I wish this is a piece of information that everybody could have, like every single parent and every single caregiver, every single person in the world who works with children in any age, any age, um, I think it's like super applicable to all teachers who work with any age children when it comes to behaviors. So when an infant cries, what is like the checklist that you go through in your brain to figure out what's wrong? What is it? Wet, hungry. They need to just have some love. They're hungry. There's something that yeah. you Cold, try to you try hot, to figure out what it is uncomfortable. that they're trying yes. to tell you. Exactly. Do they need to be changed? Do they need to be picked up? Do they need to be fed? Do they need to be mm-hmm. burped? Do they need to fart? Like all of those things, right? So yeah, 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 we, yeah. we instantly, that is like the mental checklist that anybody who has had experience with infants just automatically does when an infant gets fussy or cries or throws a tantrum or is screaming. Mm-hmm. And we have so much patience for infants, right? Like if that child would have been an infant in the store she never would have said those things to that infant totally. you know what i mean totally. she would have like mm-hmm. what's what's going on like burping yeah, yeah, yeah. checking the diaper mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i wonder if they're hungry you shove a bottle in the mouth like work through the whole thing with patience mm-hmm. most i mean sometimes we don't have patience with infants either but most of the time we generally do because we totally. know they're trying to communicate by crying. They can't communicate anywhere, anyway else. But as soon as those infants get mm-hmm. into a stage where they can communicate a little bit through some words or some sign language or through actions or through pointing or whatever it may be, we like instantaneously think they're monsters because they throw tantrums and we <laughs> think that they should be able to communicate with us what their needs are. But like, they mm-hmm. don't even know what their needs are still. They don't, they can't figure them out like any more than me being 43 can figure out sometimes what my own needs are totally half the time i don't know if i'm tired or Mm -hmm. just dysregulated because there's too much noise in my house i don't know totally so totally everybody could realize that that like we just need to go through that checklist maybe like Mm -hmm. hey is this two-year-old in line hungry are they super tired? Are they overstimulated? Um, do they need just connection right now? Mm-hmm. Like maybe things could be a little bit different in the world. Yeah, totally. And I don't know. It's just I I just I just always find it very interesting that you know it's that whole idea of we expect one thing for ourselves and something different for the children, right? <laughs> yes. Because time, it's right? like, you know, you're, you're, you're upset and you're frustrated for having to stand in line or for having to wait for the appointment at the doctor or for having to whatever it is that you're doing. And it's like, what, what, but if you can text feeling... somebody and say, exactly. I'm in line and this is so long. Exactly. Or you can, somebody. Exactly. Or you can put some headphones in and listen to some music or you can whatever it is. Right. You can find something to do 
to kind of help you through that. And children don't really have that ability or that knowledge or that self-awareness or any of those things that we have. But we expect them to be perfectly still and quiet and in line when we're not. And it's the same kind of thing that I always joke about when you go to places like Disneyland, right? You go to places like Disneyland, which is the happiest place on earth, right? And if I could, Perry's never been to Disneyland and it's my favorite place in the world. And so I've been telling him when we, when I take him for the first time, I'm like, please watch this because if you see how many of these families and parents are just so horrible to their children here after like, I mean, a place like that is super overwhelming and it's such a long day and you're doing so much. And it's like, these children are so overstimulated and you're spending so much time trying to get them to enjoy it that, I mean, all you hear the whole time is like, be quiet, sit down. I spent so much money for us to be here. You're going to enjoy this. You're going to do this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? If I spent a whole day in Disneyland, I'm exhausted. I'm frustrated. I'm tired. I'm sweaty. I smell. I need a shower. I'm hungry. All these different things, right? Yes. So it's just interesting to me that we don't really give the same grace to children to have those feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if we just thought a little bit more like, how am I feeling in this moment? Okay, now let me like quadruple that that feeling, right? And that's probably how this child is feeling because I have, you know what I'm saying? And so it's it's just very interesting to me. And that's kind of what I was thinking when I was hearing her, like, say all those things to this child. And I'm like, first of all, I feel like that's kind of making the situation a little bit worse because now you're getting even more worked up and you're getting more worked up and your child is kind of feeding off of that energy, right? And then she was, like, apologizing to, like, the people around her. Um, and obviously everyone was like you know, whatever, like, doesn't matter. There's no reason to apologize. And so it just, it made me think that. And then it also just made me think about that idea of like how much pressure we put on children to make us happy or not make us stressed or make our days easy or, you know, all of these things that we like expect children to do you know like when we tell children like oh you really it really makes me sad when you you know whatever and there's a difference between being honest with children about the way that you're feeling um and kind of putting that blame and um responsibility on them Mm -hmm. um and then yeah it just makes it seem like you're doing you're doing something wrong um by kind of trying to express to me how you're feeling or trying to you know work through whatever it is that you're feeling and so and 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 you know that's the thing like i get it it is and it probably is super frustrating and who knows what happened before they were in old navy yeah. right who knows what happened that morning who knows maybe old navy is the last stop on a nine store shopping day they had right or something right you don't know how many maybe the mom only gets one day of the whole week to go and do all her errands so maybe she went to you know fred meyer and then she went to this and she went to target and then she you know and so it's like there's lots of factors that can go into that right and it's no way meaning to like shame anybody at all but it's just about like let's just like you said, like, think a little bit differently about, you know, what we're doing and, and 
how we're talking and all of those things and maybe just try to look at it a little bit i don't know just just try to give a little bit more grace that you would give to yourself to these children who are trying to figure out what is happening every day all day long and just kind of you know just relax a little bit it'll help you too you know to feel a little bit more relaxed and or even just having conversations with them right we all like you know I love that so like even having conversation (laughs) with her like listen girl we have to go to eight stores today and this is probably not gonna be fun all the time right right we might feel like this. I might feel like this. Here's some ways that we can deal with that. Um, you know, I'm not a huge proponent of like all the screen time, but like, hey, if you're going to a bunch of different places, <laughs> hey, do you do you want the iPad for a little bit? Do you want this? Because we're on our phones too, right? When we, like yeah, you were yeah. saying. And so it's like having conversations with them, helping them to like understand ways that they can deal with these feelings, right? Because that's an important thing for them to learn because- you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to get, you know, overstimulated in life. And so it's important to know. So just talking and saying like, yeah, this might really suck today. um, But here's some ways that we can make it better. And, you know, we can, we can do it together. And if you're feeling upset or you're feeling anything, like you can tell me about it. Um, We can work through it. We can figure things out. Like just kind of opening that up a little bit more can be helpful too. Totally. Um, can I, tell I don't know. What do you story? think? I mean, you're, you, oh. yes, no, I was going to say, cause oh. you, you have kids. So like, so, I'm sure that kind of stuff happened <clears throat> to you before. Oh, well, so, <laughs> okay. Well, a, um, my child Knox, when he was three, we went to Disney and we were standing in line <laughs> and uh, he licked the railing the whole <laughs> way through the line ah, ah, because ah. I was like so tired of trying to just like control him and I was like just done so I was just mm-hmm. lick everything lick the floor lick the railing yeah. lick yeah. all the things and if you end up with salmonella or e coli or whatever oh well like at least we made it through the line at hello at Disneyland <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh like full-on lick it totally licking the thing the whole time um the other place where um children where this is an it's an interesting place to be where there's children and me being in a place i have interesting emotions around this too because i travel a lot for work so yeah yeah um, i'm on airplanes a lot oh yeah and a yes. lot of times i love to take naps on the airplanes but as soon as I see a child or a baby and they're near me, I'm like, I don't want that by me. But I like work ah, in the early childhood ah, industry and I should be right. like, oh, this is so good. Yay, like, kids. I know, but for me, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want the kids on the airplane by me. That oh my gosh. That is well, hilarious. Like, so people are just rude to a little bit on airplanes. Oh, I can go into all the things on airplanes. Oh, oh They'll let their God, kids listen to their iPads without earphones in. And so they're yes, playing games and yes. all you hear is ding, ding, ding. Or like <laughs> Louie in the background talking or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, 
I get it that you're trying to keep it quiet, but also headphones. Hello. I didn't even think about airports and airplanes. That is another yeah. like that God. and it's just I mean, I've done it. I have traveled with infants by myself. I have had horrible experience. I've cried along with my child on the airplane because <laughs> I feel so bad that they're crying and there's nothing you can do. Right. Like I felt so bad for all the people around me because there's nothing that you can do. You just have to be calm and you have to, you can't get upset and you just have to like sit there and. Ugh. Yeah. And that's have so you ever frustrating seen the video too. of the, there's a man, there was some viral video of a man like basically throwing a huge temper tantrum on an airplane because a three, like a young child was throwing oh. a temper tantrum. There's like some baby crying or something on the plane and he threw a full on temper tantrum to try to get the child to shut up. Like oh he lost it. And everybody's like, you're not much better than the child there, sir. Yeah. And honestly, I'd rather hear a child doing that. Than yeah, an adult because it makes more sense that a child is doing it. But yeah. it's like that's the frustrating thing too. I mean, it's it's frustrating that you feel like you have to apologize or you feel sorry or yeah. you feel whatever, right? It's it's a lot. And and that's another like super overwhelming place to be and thing to do. Yeah. And and I remember I remember there was this there was this little kid on a plane and she was in front of me and she kept like looking back and like making funny faces and like doing things and the mom and the dad I'm assuming they were like turn around turn around yeah don't, don't bother him don't bother him and I'm like it's really it's fine like I don't mind and so I had like a whole conversation with the girl and like we were playing like peekaboo and stuff because I'm like I'm bored too I'm, yeah. I'm here by myself like I don't have anything to do so yeah if we're gonna that's fine and, and so I think this whole idea of all of this, again, goes back to the idea of like, children need to be controlled, children need to be quiet, children need to be all these things, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's it's very, very interesting. I think a lot of that does have to do, I mean, even the Mamadal Navy, I'm sure she was feeling embarrassed, right? And even though there's no reason for her to be embarrassed, and she was apologizing, even though there was no reason for her to apologize, but it's like... But she probably thought she and... needed to be. She probably exactly. thought, oh, society expects me to apologize yes. for this loud child and make it look like I'm trying to do something about exactly. it. Exactly. So Which maybe is she like just... the hu That's like yeah. the problem in itself, right? Like there's no there's no reason for any of that. And so I think that that adds that extra piece of stress like you were talking about where it's like, I don't even know what to do. I'm just going to cry with you because I, I, I don't know how to stop it. And all these people are here and everyone is probably irritated with me because I would be irritated if there was yeah. another kid on here that was, you know, it's all those things. And so it's just, we just need to give ourselves a break and give the children a break, right? Because every, we're all literally doing the best that we can. I yeah. mean, we, we hope that we're all doing the best that we can, right? We're all doing the best that we can in this really unpredictable and um just kind of wild world that we're living mm -hmm. in right now everyone's kind of doing their best and so I feel like a little bit more grace for everybody um could be you know could be really helpful um and that's why like whenever I am in places like that like I I try to do what I can like I did with that little girl on the plane or whatever mm -hmm. like I try to do what I can to like 
kind of I don't know make it better I guess like I'll say things to the parents and stuff like oh my god they're so funny or oh my gosh it's so this or you know if they're having like a really hard time like hey it's all right like you know whatever just like trying to make it a little bit better just because it sucks and first of all first of all I don't want to be at the airport and I don't want to be flying so I'm sure you don't either and you have a child with you so it makes it even worse sorry child but it makes Mm -hmm. it worse and it's just yeah I think just a little more grace for everybody and just more conversations just talk with your kids it's okay to tell them that this is going to suck or this is not going to be very fun or you know there's lots of things that plan into place beforehand if they're old enough to kind of understand that like what can we do because we know this is going to be hard so like what can we do what are some ideas that you have that we can come up with together to make it not so hard and frustrating exactly and that could Mm -hmm. be for anything the airport a doctor's office the grocery store um amusement parks disneyland right when you were telling that story about Knox licking the thing, I'm like, I could totally, I, I understand that. I understand that because waiting in those lines is literally the worst thing ever. Okay, and but no, it's it, not. Because their worse? lines are so cool. That they're yeah, so that interactive. That the lines are pretty that is epic. True. Other that is lines, true. like for the older rides, like not so much, but like some of the newer ones. like That's true. That's they've true. got some pretty cool things but some some not at all which is which nice. is interesting because why do you think they made those lines more interactive because, because people were yelling at their children and it wasn't hello? the happiest place on earth anymore no it's not if you just go there you're like this is not very happy at all like but yeah i mean it's it's hard it's hard but it really got me thinking when when i heard that and you know like I could write a whole book about the things that I hear people I say to children when we're out in public and, and, you know, all those kinds of things. And it's so funny because whenever I'm out with Perry and things like that happen, he'll be like, what would you do? Is that, is, are they doing the right thing? Is that right? What would you do? I don't think they should do that. And I'm like, well, I don't like to say that there's any like right way to do anything, but you know, there are like, gentle ways ways better ways to do things but again it's all you know we do the the best they can with what they know right and if that's you know it's you know it's just it's all about just giving a little bit more grace and so even if you know you see that person in line that's struggling with their kid like say something positive to them or say something positive to the kid or you know just something you know somebody was telling me that they would when they were out in public places, they would always have like little church keys in their pocket oh, to yeah. like give to kids yeah. who are having a hard time. Just like some little like random little like um <clears throat> I don't remember even just like little trinkets. And they would just like yeah. hand them over and not candy or anything like that, but just like a little trinket yeah. for them right. to like have so it just yeah. like keeps their minds busy and occupied for just a short time um you I know it's that. not going to keep their attention for very long but like having something like that child educators just mm-hmm. on hand in our pocket having like one every time we go somewhere just in case yeah. might be something to think about i might start keeping things like that on my that's backpack a really cool idea actually and it's just like nice because i mean just in general I feel like I always try to like 
do what I can to make someone else's day just a little bit better no matter where I am right so if I see somebody like I do this all the time if I see somebody like at the grocery store I'll be like oh my god I love your hair or oh my gosh I love that top or whatever it is right because I did that one time at the grocery store and I saw the lady again outside when we were putting the carts away and so I took her cart and then she was like you know I walked out of the house today thinking I'm going to accept every good thing that comes my way. And she was like, you really just started that off for me by saying something nice to me. And all I said was like, I like your shirt or whatever I had said. Right. But it's like those little things that took you two seconds to say probably just made someone's day. And when people say things like that to me, I literally come home and I tell Perry about it. I'm like, oh my God, this lady at the store said this. It like, is so nice. And so I just feel like if we could all just, just, uh, just be nice be a just be a bit, yes to everyone Aww. to your children to yourself to each other and I mean honestly whatever you do just please don't please don't tell your children that they're embarrassing you that really made me yeah. sad think of think of something else to say or think of how how you would feel and then if that is things all, <laughs> yeah and then if that is yeah. things that your your parents told you think about how that made you feel feel? yeah like yeah but anyway so that was my story of my little trip to old navy and kind of what i Mm -hmm. heard but it's it's hard but i really like i really like that idea of of having a little something or even just or even just talking a little bit like if you're in line and there's a kid have a little conversation with them have a little conversation with the parent or the adult that's with them and you know, it can kind of take a little bit of a little bit of stress off somebody, you know. Or you so, can say, "Hey, I spy something blue." Yeah, exactly. I don't know. We play. That's I spy. awesome because That's, kids we would play like that I kind spy of all the time. Kids love that kind of stuff, <clears throat> and then and they love like talking to new people. You know, so mm-hmm. if they don't know who you are and you're in line, well, with them, some kids love talking to well, new people. Not true. all. That's I have true. Some children who would not ever say a word. Like one of my kids <laughs> would never talk to anybody else. They'd look at me like That's mm, and hide. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this was good. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, if sure. you're listening, and, and you ever have, and if this, oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, if that woman is listening, to this, <laughs> she's probably not. To me, she does not. Probably not to the honoring play podcast. Maybe she should, but no, if that's you or if that ever happens to you or you ever feel in that position, like just, just breathe a little bit and help your child and know that we are in no way saying that you're a bad adult or parent. We're just trying to help you think a little bit differently. That's all. Exactly. Yeah. Um, If you love our podcast, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. We would love five stars. And read a review because reviews are going to help love us. us. Yeah. So take some time to do that today. And we appreciate you listening. If you ever have a topic request, please, you can send me an email at hello at Kristen RB Peterson.com um, or send Samuel or I a message on Instagram and um, we'll put it on a list. Yes, please do. Okay, that's it for today. Bye-bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening. You can find me at kristenrbpeterson.com. And where can we find you? You can find me at honoringchildhood.org. Thank you for listening. If Thank you. If you would be so kind to leave us a five-star review, we would be so appreciative. We would love you forever. Thank you.